everybody, and welcome back to Manga for Dummies, episode 3 on Full Metal Alchemist. So, um, Jag couldn't be here today, so instead um, we dragged back VJ from the dead. Hey! <laughs> also, nah. no fuck you, Jag, this time? I see how it is. No, okay. no, doing it at the end. Uh, Great. So, pretty much, um, I heard, why well, we spoke to VJ, he said he was so um, conflicted by Hugh's death that he just couldn't come on. Is that true? Yeah. I took a real mental hit. I needed the I needed a session to recuperate emotionally. Right, yes. So, um last episode we actually went through chapters, I believe 6 to 25, and today we'll be tackling chapters 26 to 44, and uh we're going to mix things up a little bit. So, um after some con- conversations, we decided that maybe going through chapter by chapter isn't the best idea so what we decided to do is instead we each brought some talking points that will go uh, span through these chapters and then we'll just have a conversation on them what do you guys think? I Uh, think that's a great idea whoever came up with that is a genius (laughs) Uh, alright you get this one (laughs) now for a correction from last episode um, because of the rough translations that I've been reading the manga through uh, I call the Ishbalons, Ishvards. Um, yeah, the Ishvards. <laughs> yeah, so uh, after... Ishbal and Ishbalan, right? Is that is that what it well, is? Well, I went on Wikipedia, and it's Ishbalans with like a B. So I-S-H-B-A-L-A-N-S. So okay. I'm a... Well, that's that. how they said it in the anime. Yeah. Ishbal and Ishbalans? Yeah, Ishbalans. Hey, they be ballin'. Yeah, it do be like that. <laughs> At least they used to. So, um... One guy's Anyway. Yeah, too soon. Apart from the flow of the, of the episode, uh, we won't really change much of the greater idea, so we're still not going to spoil ahead uh, ahead of chapter 44, but um, everything else is uh, good to go. So let's start with um, my first talking point, which I just thought of, you know, after reading reading the first of the, well, chapter 26, which is the first of our chapters we have to read today, is why did Nina have to become a chimera if there's already talking chimeras? Oh my god, dude. I was, that was my first fucking talking point. <laughs> I was so, it literally, it just occurred to me before we started recording, and I just added it to my talking points. And it oh, and just for audience mind. sake, uh, we didn't share talking points. Each, uh, no, but... no, exactly, for context. But yeah, I, I don't understand it. Uh, the only th- reason I could come up with was that these Chimera here that are following Greed, were, they were secret, right? And they were meant to be kept a secret. So, I, I don't know, man. It's really fucked up to bring up Nina so early in the podcast. <laughs> I know, but I just <laughs> had to get out of the way because it was like, what, what? we spent like so much time on Nina that this... I would have appreciated if they said, like, oh, thanks to uh, Tucker's research, we were able, I don't know, like something like that. But it also doesn't I, I make honestly... sense because it made it sound like they were made chimeras, like, before, before, like, even Show Tucker appeared. Yeah, well, that's the thing. They were made after the war, weren't they? The Ishbalan War. Exactly. I I don't know. My only, my only theory is that they were supposed to be secret, so, you know, nobody knew about them, so... Nobody knew they existed, so they didn't know the technology was there, but I don't know. Hmm. Uh, what about you, Max? What do you think? I don't know. So they're hanging out with Greed at this point, so he sort of... He took he, he escaped with them. He took them away, obviously, since they're, they're even hiding from the other homunculus, mm-hmm. since his fate 
Right, so like Greed operates like solo. Well, yeah, he doesn't he, operate solo because he, he has his own team. He was part of the other group, but he probably he just peace out. He's like, it's not yep, for me. Exactly. I want to do my own thing. I want to be king. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, he had got his own gang. And uh, yeah, it was part of his. Really, military continued. It seems off why they would accept Show Tucker's experiment in the first place. Since you think it's like one of those, like, you know, conspiracy really theories? Where they're like, oh, well, people, there's like scientists in Area 51 that have like technology like years behind, uh, beyond us, and then we're just here like still discovering like Wi-Fi. Yeah, yeah. Like so we're not we're ready. For, we're not ready for it. People aren't smart enough for it yet. They're just yeah. gonna find a way to ruin it. Well, that, it's like I said. One of my theories is that it was meant to be kept a secret, so nobody talked about it, so nobody knew about it. Uh, the other theory is is that maybe uh, Tucker's chimeras were different from these, obviously because. Tuckers were more animal based, and these seem to be more like human cyborgs right. that just have animal augments in them, kind of thing. Which make them ten times better. What? Yeah, the, one dude does practically a crocodile, just fucking. Yeah, straight up the the boar dude or the ox guy, whatever it is. Like right, maybe experiments so under par compared to these people. Well, <laughs> well maybe it's like like it's these so guys cute. are like twenty percent animal, while sh- Tuckers. Tucker's experiments are like twenty percent human. Right, but don't forget, we discovered that King Bradley has like the Ouroboros mark in his eye. Right. Yes. So obviously, this is like a side force. It's like secret Ninja Turtle force. <laughs> Yo, speaking yeah, of Ninja Turtles in the, in the down low. Would you say? No, actually, well, I was. I've actually been watching uh, the two thousand three Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, cartoon recently, <laughs> and it, it still holds up. Oh yeah. 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 Anyway, I don't know why I had to include that, but uh fun fact for all you readers at home. <laughs> yeah, well that's the thing. I don't know. It I it's conflicting, right? Cuz I guess, I guess that's what it is. It's just you know, the military uh, a big a big theme here I guess throughout these chapters is that you know, we're discovering a lot of secrets that the military is hiding, so maybe this was just one of those many secrets, and that's the way I choose to look at it, because I refuse to believe that Nina died for nothing, okay? Yeah. Fuck it, that. It just can't be. All right, so I, since uh, this was me and VJ's uh, coincidental, uh, well, same talking point, Max, what do you have for us? Uh, can we talk about how strong Izumi is for a second? It's like, for a sometimes minute. doesn't even use alchemy. She beat up these guys with physical augments. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. it's She's wild, man. She's crazy. I love her character. That actually plays into one of my talking points, which is, uh, like I said, I was talking about that theme of, you know, revelations, things coming to light and stuff. Um, I feel like, like you said, you know, Izumi is busted as hell over here. And you get a clear representation of everybody's, I guess, power levels, for lack of a better word. Right. And there's something of a power ceiling established, right? You know, like Mustang is stronger than a homunculi, but, you know, the homunculi are stronger than Izumi, and Izumi stronger than the Elrics. So um, I think that this point is interesting because it, it serves to build tension throughout the rest of the story. And, you know, it's believable. You know, there are a lot of anime out there where, you know, through the power of friendship, you know, people just power up and kill the enemy for whatever reason. It's because the plot needs them to. Hmm. I feel like this is is way smarter in the sense that, you know, 
we've talked about this before, but the use of alchemy forces people to be smarter with it, and with these added power levels, uh, that just ha it's just so much more prevalent in I the story. I don't think it's about power levels, though. I think it's more about attribute, like how yeah, they use that. I think I'm with me. Max here. Because so you saw Ed after kicking Greed's ass by, like, stopping well, him, his carbon from forming well, so he could damage him in the end. Yeah, he ended up damaging in the end, but at the he damaged him in the end, but at the same time he got his ass beat before. Yeah, because he couldn't figure that out at the start. He that's of course he got his ass. He couldn't break. Yeah, it. well, I mean, and then right after that, the fight was cut short, and you know it was showed just beforehand that greed could die an infinite number of times, seemingly until he got you know melted or whatever. You're right. That that power level does spike when King Bradley shows up and like shows his skill. That's that's what I'm saying. That's what I, I'm not, yeah, I'm not saying it's 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 uh you know the main driving force behind people's fighting abilities, but it's it's not as black and white as in you know early Dragon Ball, let's say, where they had the scouters and it's like, well, this the dude's power, power level is nine thousand, yeah. so he fucks you up. In this, it's more like, all right, this dude is way stronger than me. I gotta figure some shit out, or I'm gonna die. Right. Yeah. Well, working off that, do you guys um, do you guys think there's like a well, you know how in Naruto there's like oh there's a chakra system in video games there's like a mana or MP mm -hmm. system. Do you think alchemy has like such a system? Knowledge system. At best. Yeah. You figure the basic, this the 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 simple stuff out, and then you build up from that. Or in this case, you go from complex to simple, and then yeah, you win that way. Yeah, Max has it on the nose. It's it, your mana bar is literally the extent of your knowledge. So the more you know, the stronger you can be, and you know the more experienced also. As like we saw with Izumi, who just kick flipped the dude three times her size without so much as breaking a sweat. And then, I mean, com comedically, uh, she also like proceeds to show her fragility, like. Uh, like, after that whoop-ass whoop session, she just started when, vomiting when blood. When she intentionally vomits blood on a dude, that was so fucking weird. <laughs> oh, no, that was a great that was a great little thing. The dude's like, I won't tell you anything, vomits blood. I'll tell you everything. Yeah, I thought it was hilarious. The comedy is still, I think, super uh, on point up to now anyway. Like, that, that whole part where uh, Ed not, breaks his arm not only once but twice in the span of seeing Winry. And oh uh, when Shin God. shows up, or oh yeah, Shin, that face uh, she makes. Lin shows up. Well, yeah, it goes through like this slow romantic, like pseudo romantic thing where it's like, "Can't catch me!" <laughs> and in the next scene, you see Ed is just like a Bled pile of to death. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's just like a pile of jelly because she beat the hell out of him. <laughs> All right, BJ's Yo, Winry your turn. doesn't hold back, eh? What's up, Max? Winry doesn't hold back. She beats them good. Oh, dude, she is a savage. These poor brothers, man, they've been through so much. Give them a break. You got Izumi beating the hell out of him. You got Winry almost killing Ed. It's, it's obviously all for comedic her to repair his auto mail, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, him. of course, of course. Well, actually, I think uh, that's, a, that's a pretty neat talking point. Um, So, obviously, none of us are, are of the fairer sex, but um, we know that the author is uh, is female. So, yeah. do, you, do you think she does a good job creating these likable female characters? Yes. Oh, absolutely. It's, it, it, I think it, it even, being a female, she obviously had the advantage in writing these stronger female characters because I've, I've heard a lot of people talk about, you know, the fake female role, like the strong woman right. character. Like the Princess Peach. Uh, 
Yeah, safe. yeah, or like <laughs> the black, or like the Black Widow in uh, in in Avengers. They're she's like... just all like all her lines are just flirtatious, and but she's like a badass, and she's been trained by every agency in the world, and she kicks ass. But like you don't really know much about her. I, well, until Endgame, that is, which is great, and now she's getting her own movie, so good for her. I mean, everyone got their own movie, so yeah, Except that's why I'm swapped. Well, Hawkeye was Hawkeye's movie was Avengers too. So yeah, everybody, <laughs> welcome got... to the Marvel podcast. Yeah, um. exactly. <laughs> well, no, but all this to say that you know, I feel like Winry and Izumi and all that they had their distinct personalities, and it helps them stand out. And I think they're awesome characters. Yeah, shout out to Nina. Anyway, yeah, there's another. <laughs> oh man, come on, Max. <laughs> Yeah, she really well, transformed also, throughout the show. I am going to kill both of you. <laughs> I swear. There's also another female character coming up who, I mean, we're not going to talk about, but I, I absolutely adore her. Oh, yes. Uh, oh, May, May, May Chang or something? Uh, what? No, no, that, that, that's Panda May- Girl. No, not, not her. She's no, no, girl. not Panda Girl. She's, she, she hasn't been revealed in the story yet, but oh, you, know, okay. you know, I think you know who I'm talking about. No, All right, we'll pretend you do. Pretend. We'll pretend you do because I, if I say any more, then it'll be a spoiler. So yeah, forget fine. it. All right, cool. Oh, uh, man. Oh, okay. So in that same note, like in that yeah. same like area of chapters and story, King Bradley like kills the girl in Owl. Oh, yeah, like, that was brutal. Fuck. That's so creepy. For one. Wait, wait, wait. What was this? Uh, when the girl Martell or, or whatever... Um, the snake girl was snake hiding girl. inside Alphonse's body. Oh, yeah, that was. And boring. Alphonse was trying to protect her. And uh, then King Bradley just straight up stabs in his armor and just like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it. <laughs> G-G, and then Al goes through trauma and remembers his previous trauma. Oh yeah, that was intense. That was so wild. I honestly forgot that she died inside the arm. You know, it sounds weird yeah, to say it like that. Yeah, and Ed was washing that out later. It's like, oof. Which, actually, it was a subtle point I wanted to bring up, but how did Ed manage to wash the blood off of Al's blood symbol? He t- uh, It's probably, like, I think, like, most blood is, like, marker, and then that's permanent marker. I don't because know. Because he, he because alchemized it? Later yeah, on, the butcher, the dude, like, touches it. And then... That's the thing. Because Barry's body, which we'll talk about in a sec, because that's actually one of my talking points. Uh, it, well, it, it's sort related. Sort of rubs anyway. up inside. Yeah, Barry's body just literally scratches at the symbol that Barry's armor was using to live. Oh, yes, he, yes. Well, maybe... He you just know what? wipes I'm it off like it's a stain. It's, it's just convenient that she didn't. That's it. Well, maybe because blood is liquid, so it goes to the bottom eventually. I mean, I, so they just you know, wiped off like, the bottom. It was all over the place. What do you mean? I guess like maybe they cleaned it off while it was still fresh, and they used the alchemy to like water bend it out or blood bend it or whatever. Yes, yes. And then uh, they yeah. add an air freshener in there. Mm. <laughs> a little bit of Febreze, yeah. It gets stanky yeah. in there. I see you. All right, yeah. but now the serious question: After Al went all through that trauma, he can do the alchemy without the circle. Mm. Who's stronger now, Ed or Al? I mean, Al, the only, the only thing that... Because he's better at Kung Fu. He can now do the alchemy without the circle. But Ed's alchemy is, is better quality. That's that's showcased. Oh, the spear, huh? Well, uh... the, well, the spear, and I think they made that pony thing. Oh, wait, wait, that's way back in the day, though. But no, no, yeah, that's the thing. You, you can tell when Al does his alchemy... It's still rough. Like you still see the marks. Right, like, right. Like uh, he, I think he said at one point, like, "Oh, it didn't come out as like like I like I wanted it to, but it's good enough." 
Exactly, exactly. And then when you pulled out that spear against Lust, it, it looked rough, and she sliced through. I mean, she could cut through anything, but she cut through it as if it was nothing. You know, yeah, for sure, you could cut look. through anything. The yeah, but the did spear, call her the ultimate lance. Yeah, yeah, but the spear still looked rough as hell. You know, it still had those weird alchemy marks as if it had, it was poorly uh, created kind of thing. Right, but Not like that it was, but physically, Edward is just no match. Like Alphonse can't feel pain, can't feel... No stamina. Yeah, unlimited stamina. Uh, he's not ever hungry. Stamina. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I mean, to be fair, all Ed would have to do is wipe off the seal. If, oh, come on, if they were put in come that... Come on. Uh, you say that, that Al only has one weak spot. Ed's all of his organs are weak spots. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah. Except his arm yeah. and leg. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I, I feel like because Ed has more experience right now. If you te- if you ask the same question, if you ask me the same question later in the story, then I'd say Ed a hundred percent. Oh, okay. All right, that's fair. Yeah. But uh, I mean, right now, I'd say Ed probably has the slight upper hand. So, um, I I didn't personally write down as a talking point, but I imagine it will be a talking point. So, um, mm. how did you guys enjoy seeing the Flame Alchemist just spam fireball on on Lust? Well, if if you'll allow me to develop this, because this is actually one of my talking points, it. It, it's a little more general than what you just said. But I'm curious to know what you guys think about like I I came up with this name and I'm copywriting it because I love it. What do you guys think of the Mustang Gang as a whole? Oof, him and his soldiers. The, yeah, right. Right. Me. Yeah. What, what do you guys think of well, that? I was whole? gonna go with the Roy Boys, but then uh... the Roy. Oh. <laughs> Oh, Damn. the Roy boys and the Mustang gang. Damn, dude. <laughs> but the problem is there's a uh, Hawkeye. Those names. those names sound clean. All right, Hawkeye ain't a... Well, she's a... Yeah, she's not a boy. Damn. Yeah, Mustang so I guess gang it is. Uh, she's a default. boy in the heart. Like, don't worry about it. Oh, no. man. I don't want to well, be attached to whatever that means. Yeah. <laughs> well, what do, you guys, what do you guys think of them as a whole? You know, uh-huh. let me just like just to give you guys a few bones there, so you don't start in the dark. But like, what do you think about uh, each member uh, in terms of personality? Do you think well for, for the first and one man down? So that's well, yeah. But I love yeah. I love the way Havoc. Um, <laughs> well, it's like everybody that give that that is comedic at the beginning somehow ends up with like a tragic like conclusion. Serious. So that's uh, mm-hmm. that's a little disappointing because I really like Havoc. Um, the others so far haven't grown on me yet. Like Haw- mm-hmm. like even Hawkeye, which I I don't think I'd be spoiled to say that she becomes interesting. Like even she's like a little overly cold, so it's hard to get attached to her yet. Um We saw in a little flashback though of Hawkeye. She sort of seemed like an assassin aiming at Yeah, she was like playing Call of Duty. That Mustang. Yeah. She was three sixty no scope. Mustang, dude. I'm excited to see how that developed. I can't remember. Yeah, well, Mustang was new tubing, dude. <laughs> well, yeah. well, you want what? Do you not? Are you saying you don't really like Hawkeye's character right now? Uh, so far, like apart from her showing that she's like a strong, independent woman, like I don't really have much to work with. Um, I think when we visit, because I know, I know from reading everything that she becomes interesting, but like so far, there isn't really much to work with. I believe. She's mostly mm-hmm. assistant and like Overwatch, basically. Right, exactly. Okay, okay. Uh, and the well, others, you... and the others, you know, like I, the only guy I really like was Havoc, and he had like a 
beginning and uh, and conclusion in the chapters we read, so it feels like a more well-rounded product. Uh, the rest, like, haven't really shown anything too interesting. I get you. I get what you're saying. Uh, I agree with. I agree. I agree with what you're saying for the most part, but I like that you know, uh, despite their limited screen time, I feel like they all have distinct personalities, right, and I could yeah, come to like I all of that. the characters. I mean, yeah, it's like you said. You know, later on, a few of them do get more development, and well, I mean, uh, you know, like you said, Hawkeye gets more development. Um, the fact this guy, isn't really helping my point, classes. but yeah, the big one. The big one, the big one, like has a, his moment when uh, White Brock when they find each other in the desert there. Uh, but that's the thing I was gonna say. Despite their limited screen time, I feel like their personalities are really distinct from one another. They all have a, a fully developed character, you know, in their story. I think that's super cool. Right, honestly. it's nice that they're not I just carbon it was copies. Something I like to touch on. Exactly, but exactly. I just don't feel that like if I wanna if I wanna start talking about how great they are, like I don't have much to work with yet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I would. I just wanted to highlight the point, the fact that you know, despite that we don't know much about them and that they haven't been there too much, you know, they came in and they were super cool while they were there. And I just, I like the characters and I like the dynamic that's that's going on with Mustang and all that. All right, cool. So, okay, I got a talking point. Yeah. Um, did Go Lust live up to her name? Well, mm. I didn't see her fuck anybody. Yeah, like there's no fan so, uh, service. No, I'm not saying that it has to be fan service, but uh, like, <laughs> like one, you dirty dog. <laughs> greed was obviously greedy. Um, what, what's this? What's the hunger called? Is it called hunger? No, it's called gluttony. No, it's gluttony. Glut- yeah, gluttony is like derpy, and he's like hungry because he wants to eat like every dead body. Yeah, like but he, he says, like, yeah, I, can I eat? We know him? This, but he becomes disgustingly op at the end or something. Yeah, and Envy, well, Envy, we don't have, know too much. Wrath, like, at least we know that, you know, this guy's brutal as shit. Yeah, they named Pride, yeah. but we don't exactly know what he is, who we, he is. They do name Pride and Sloth, but we don't learn much about them just yet. We just saw Sloth, just some big dude. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So he Apparently he's lazy and is working. And I mean, like, Lust yeah, never well, really does anything that... She, she kills everyone. What? Yeah, but that's not lust, is it? Yeah, lust just stabs everyone for the. Yeah, well, to be fair, you. To be fair, you can't have them. You can't have them just play to their names to a T. Yeah. Because yeah. otherwise, lust would just walk around naked and be a hoe the whole time. But I mean, I you mean, know, lust could happened. probably encompass a lot. Of, you know, lust is one of the basic. You know, obviously that. That's their whole naming scheme is the seven deadly sins or whatever, and the, you know, lust encompasses a lot of things. So maybe you know, like passion. And and maybe that could be better used to describe her character a little more because you know, I don't know. She she will she definitely uses lust to her advantage, like the lust of other people to well, okay. gain information, she does, which I, I believe for the she most does, part she's capable of getting. She does attract havoc, I believe. Yeah, that's what uh, I'm saying. In yeah, the anime, like that. wasn't she Mustang's girl at one point? Mustang was that? Uh, Mustang couldn't tell. Wasn't that a lot thing? of girls in the anime? Not the 2000, not the Brotherhood, but the 2003 one. Yeah. Ooh, no idea. I thought that was a thing. Oh, I mean, that I oh, you you lost me with that one, man. I have no idea. Yeah, well, they wake up with this whole part. Uh, I don't even think happened in 2000. Well, like Lust dies, but like later on, the story doesn't even go that way. In um, the end. 
No, I don't yeah, well, they diverge, right? Because the manga wasn't finished. I know, but they diverge hella early. Like, fucking well, I want to come back later around to where the enemy diverges, but I don't think this is the right moment just yet. Um, yeah. Okay, how about this? Yeah, no problem. So, uh, I, will talk about, about, I will talk about the... Oh, go ahead. No, you go first. Go ahead, go ahead. Well, I, I think just to uh, expand no, you upon... Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> just to expand upon Wrath, like, um, like, this guy's brutal, dude. Like, he called pretty much the genocide of the Ishbalans. Um, yeah. It does help. Yeah. It does help. Um, I think we well, learned like there's a lot of countries nearby. Um, there's like I a was, complex yeah. political structure. Yeah. I mean, they told well, that's they said why that. before, like why they had the war. Like Lus explained it. Um. Yeah. It was for human sacrifices. She said so. Well. Did she really? Yeah. In the other chapters, I is it that early? Oh, well, maybe, I, I don't remember that, dude. It might be. Should have probably I don't re- remember reading re-read that, it this morning. Not in these but... chapters, anyway. No, it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, no, let's it was just like go ahead and read chapters. fucking twenty. Uh, well, the, they talk about human sacrifice being, yeah. you know, the the driving force behind their philosopher's stone creations, but I don't think she in, implicitly stated that that's why the war happened. Is it? I'm pretty sure. Well, I digress. Uh, I was actually going to build on that point about uh, about uh, the wars happening, you know, uh, which one of the big points that in the first episode we talked about was um, you guys didn't think that the world building was uh, expansive enough. You guys didn't think it was big enough, right? Well, I think that I remember you she, guys talking about well, that. Well, the author, I don't want to use the word cock tease, but she sort of cock teases us. With like this expansive you universe, just say tease. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I forget. Um, yeah, so like she she sort of baits us in with this expansive universe, but even by the end, like we don't we explore like what seems like ten percent of the world up to where we are now. You think? Like up to where we are now, we're at like five percent, and then by the end of it, you I think, think? we. Like, I think so. Like, we went well, to cross I mean, the desert to visit Arun, not even, the, like, the next nation. It's like... Well, yeah. yo, I think... I mean, in just, in just five... these few chapters, we learned there's at least four other countries, I think. And we yeah. only visited well, I mean, one if, of them, I think, after. If if this is 5%, this is... That's a lot of stuff, man. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I feel like we learned a lot No, 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 this is still impressive, yes, but, um... Yeah, we well, just going off of what Max said about the wars, you know, we learned that Amestris, which is the name of the country they're in right now, is fighting multiple wars on different fronts in the north and in the west. Uh, they finished Ishbal in the south when that was over, right? Ishbal's in the south. Is that what it was? East. Right. Uh... Yeah. Well, anyway, whatever it is, they had their Ishbal in <laughs> war, and that happened. <laughs> and I feel like you know that gives a lot of context to the fact that this country is now a military state. Uh, right. run by a government which is basically a, a large police force you know I feel like that's excellent world building we learned about you know the Ishbalan war and you know the country's bloodstained past involving that war uh, how these a lot of these militants basically who seemed so innocent at first now seem like really corrupt you know like we learned about this one alchemist who shows up later that we won't talk about but oh, him, yeah. you know we learn how we learn how the war affected a lot of people like Armstrong who still yeah, he still has like PTSD. We'll seem to be a little traumatized by all this, and exactly, exactly. We learn how Mustang, despite being like cool and collected, still has some shocking memories from that war too. Because, I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure we're led to believe that he killed a kid at some point. Was that 
Yeah. What that was. Dude, he was new right? tubing. He he doesn't even look at what he blows up. He probably blew up like everything. Well, anyway, regardless, we'll get to that. We'll get to that in the later. Oh yeah, a uh, quick, quick. He, dude, thing he was that. the Ishbals. The Ishbals. He, he got twenty-five kill streaks every day, dude. Yeah, and then he <laughs> called in like the airstrikes, and and he's the airstrike. Yeah. Yo, why do you guys Yo, do think your balls stayed in that country and didn't just go to another one? Well, it is still your country, dude. You gotta have some... But that's what I'm saying. I don't think... No, because now they're... They, they, that was their country. Their just took like, it over the war. Why didn't they go to any other, like, Zing or... Exactly. They the left Ishbal and fucking they're in hiding. They, well, live in, they live in slums. Where else are they gonna go? Like, I think... Well, we... I mean, that white dude found them, so... I don't know. It doesn't seem like well, it's have to pass through a mistress to get there anyway, and I'm pretty sure. And there's like a desert between uh, whatever country Edward. Oh, is I, don't know. I just feel like I just right. <laughs> I agree with that. Shin. Man, anyway. we're getting we're getting heated for on geography. I think it's okay. called Shin, right? Is that what it is? Shin. Uh, Zing, like X I N G. Not getting heated, but you know, just to go back, yeah, Sting. There you go. Just to go back to the world building, we learn about the Ishbals themselves while on the subject. You know, we learn a lot about Scar and what happened to the people after the war, that they're all refugees and they live in slums because what once was assumedly this proud race of warrior priests or whatever is now just this, you know, this these ragtag group of stragglers that are everywhere in the world. And they're not just in Amestris. We found them, we found a group in the desert too when right. Ed and Armstrong go there. Mm-hmm. So a lot of them fled, but, you know, maybe a lot of them didn't have the means to get that far because... They have nothing. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, they can't run that They're far. They're spread out. They're spread out. Yeah. Um. Mm. Okay, so moving on. Well, what? anyway, have, well, just to, just closing thoughts on this. Sorry. While keeping all this in mind, what do you guys think of the world building now? Do you feel that it's still not as developed as it could be? No, I think I think the problem is in that. Well, it's not even a problem. So the problem for me was never that it wasn't developed enough because I'm engaged in the story. I'm engaged with the universe that she created. I'm just saying that um, there's just so much more that it almost it's like it's like when people will give you like an empty box. You know, have you guys seen the the Family Guy thing where it's like uh, you can have like money or you, well, you can have a boat or you could have whatever's in the box. Mm. Or it's like it, and then uh, Peter's like, like it could even no 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 and then Peter's like. You know, uh, anything could be inside this box, even a boat. I feel like she okay. tells us that there's, like, so much more, and then she never shows us. Well, at the same time, if those other if those other countries, just as an example, are... I mean, if they're not important to the story, then would you really want to know about them in the first place? I mean, well, she that's, could touch that's on the thing. She bit, made but... it important. Well, she made it relevant she to the story. important because yeah, exactly. they're at war with them, technically. Right, and then there's yes, like... and we know that that serves a greater purpose, but at the same time, it's it, it, those are just pawns, you know? On a chessboard, you don't want to know the, the life story of every little pawn. You want to know about the big pieces and what their impl- what no, their VJ, role I in the I care about everybody's is. feelings. I'm not like you. I'm not cold and detached. No, you don't. You, are. you have told me multiple times <laughs> that you hate everyone equally. You are a liar. Well, I treat everybody equally by hating everybody <laughs> equally. Um, so don't say you care about the pawns because you couldn't care less about the pawns. Okay, well, how about this? Um, I I read through... <laughs> change topic, I'm wrong. Okay. Right. Uh, yeah, change the topic, you on your jackasses. <laughs> okay, so, so the thing that, that people from Zing use, I guess they're called like Zingies or something. Yeah, that's um, Zingies. Zingies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <Bruh>. sure. <laughs> 
Uh, sure. They um they use like a different alchemy, and even though I ninja alchemy, yeah, even up. though I've watched the show and I've read it again now, I still don't quite understand how it works. Like their medical alchemy. Like no, no, but the girl used her kunai knives to do a circle and then put that circle onto the rocks. Yeah, I'm still not, I'm still not quite sure. I understand how how their alchemy works. I mean, they explained um, none of it. They just showed it for like a quick sec. So no, I th- I think they said something like it comes from the earth, but then they don't understand how it comes from the earth. No, like... it comes from the sage of the west. What? This is what they said. Yeah. Yeah, but the power of the alchemy itself. I mean, she did trace a circle With connecting the kunai alchemy. together. Yeah, she traced an alchemy circle through the kunai knives. Maybe it's maybe it's just knives. like a long-range alchemy technique. Because, I mean, she's the only one we see perform alchemy like that. True. So, and again, it's, you know, it's cool. It would be cool to learn a little bit more about it. But, I mean, I, I, would, I would prefer to not waste a whole chapter learning about it. Because then we get into filler. You know, it, like, we get a brief description about how it works and what it entails. We see a brief presentation, like a showcasing of it, and then, you know, that's all we need to know. Are you Man, really going to question have something the something against the filler, dude. What are you, what's wrong with having fun? He doesn't like One Piece. Hey, name me, <laughs> name me <laughs> one good filler arc that you've seen. Uh, Dragon Ball GT. Ugh, facts. That is good. That's really... Yeah, yeah, I enjoy Dragon Ball GT. I dude. love Dragon Ball GT. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he just died a little I mean, bit. <laughs> mm. I like GT like the final season, I guess. Bro, Super Saiyan Four was great. Yeah, dude, you like you like them going planet to planet, finding Dragon Balls with fucking oh, King yeah. Goku again. Yeah, and baby, baby Goku. Yeah, we we see them lose all their fighting progress. None yep. of them can become Super Saiyan anymore. Yeah, what's wrong with you that? You like seeing that? Well, I mean, it's dumb because we know they could do it. Wait, so did Trunks we, never go Super they, Saiyan? He yeah, goes he Super did. Saiyan like twice and he gets bodied each time, but it's like, oh, that's kind how, of how, that's what I'm saying. Like, how could you show these characters to be so powerful and then revert them back to this noob phase of the, that they have? when we've seen them be powerful, so all their problems seem trivial, because it's like, well, why the fuck don't you just go Super Saiyan 2 and fuck shit up? Well... Well, you know what? You have to learn to, to like the story more. Okay? <laughs> learn, I would learn if it was a good story. <laughs> it was a good... I mean, adventure. I like it when Omega Shinron shows up. That's fine. I don't care about that. That's cool. Super what Saiyan 4 baby? was nice fan Yeah, baby, baby Vegeta. Baby Giant Ape. That was cool. Was it... Majinu. That whole ending Majinu. was kind of wonky, but I still liked it. Was it, though? Was it? It was just more transformations. I don't know. Okay, it was nothing. We're not, we're not, we're not doing Dragon Ball right now. Maybe <laughs> we're not doing Dragon Ball ZT. Dragon Ball Z ain't for you. Anyway, we're off topic. I love Dragon Ball. What the fuck? Yeah, I didn't hate GT either. But anyway, moving on. It's fine. Uh, where were we? <laughs> Don't know. <laughs> okay. Um, All right. Let's talk about Hohenheim and like how he looks like father. Ooh. Well. Okay. First of all, I love the design. I wish my facial hair could grow that way because like I wish I could do that. But um, Man, that's like he got. He's rocking the Tony Stark right there. It's looking good. Uh. Okay. Uh. Not really. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. He, he looks is. like a cold attached murderer, but I. 
Let's go with he looks like Tony Stark real quick. What are you talking about? Bro, that is straight up, minus the mustache, that is straight up Tony Stark. Oh, no. Eh. Yeah. His beard's way too thick. Anyway. Yeah, I'm with Max. Oh, you watched The Last Avengers? It's literally what his beard... Well, it is too thick, obviously, but I was talking more about the, the points of his chin coming up to me. Anyway, it's fine. You know what? It's fine. Y'all <laughs> just want to be against me today. It's fine. All right. Okay. Okay. Well, I actually had a story regarding Zing. So, um, I messaged you guys like a little no, back. Shit. I had a, I had like a little story. So Go when I it. first read, well, I guess to give context, can you guys sort of describe our hometown, like uh, demographics wise? Wait, wait. Sorry. What? Can Who's you sort that? of describe like what's what would be like your guess of the population breakdown in terms of ethnicities of our hometown? Uh, like Montreal? Yeah, like uh, how much percent white, black, Asian? It's a pretty, it's a pretty mixed bag. You want? I don't know. Okay, well, anyway, I'm gonna say majority, 40, I could say like majority, majority white, forty white, and then it's ten percent across different, different, so different. As a as a kid, I remember reading through this, and then um, because I was this Asian kid, right? Yeah. Because mm. I am of the Asian uh, religion. Um. <laughs> It's a religion, yeah. Yes. Uh, So I remember reading this, and then it's like, and then everybody in this manga is is pretty much white, right? Yeah. And like, whoa, there's like a place that's like with Asian people. It's like me. That's true. We do. We do. Well, the thing is that (laughs) Asians are represented because, I mean, technically every anime is stars Asian characters, but they just, is it racist to say that they look white? (laughs) Because I mean, they sure, do. <laughs> you can step into the minefield, BJ. I mean, it's it's true. They do. They got. Oh man, I'm My, gonna dig a hole. I'm just starting to dig a hole. Like... I need to stop. Well, <laughs> that's what I'm weird. saying. Like they, it's not racist to say that they look white because they do, right? Uh, no. I, I mean, like I I pretty much accepted that. Like the Elric brothers are white. Um. Well, I'm not just talking Full Metal Alchemist. I'm talking because you know this service is your point. Because now we have a clear, it's it's clear that the Elrics are white, and then there's this Asian, well, this country that's influenced by Asian culture. Right. But I mean, in most anime, it's they say they're they're Asian or Japanese, but I mean, well, yeah. If when when they say oh welcome to our Japanese high school, it's pretty obvious it's Asian. But yeah, like when you look at like Ippo or something, like that dude don't look Japanese. Uh, Wait, Ippo's Japanese? I think Ippo's yes. very Japanese, dude. Oh. I mean, if, like, okay, like, we could go back to Dragon Ball. Like, that's that's ambiguous, I guess. Well, I mean, that's a made-up line anyway, so that's whatever, but yeah. Wait, there's no dinosaurs outside? <laughs> I got some bad news for you. <laughs> I haven't been outside in a while, so anything yeah, it's can been happen. Yeah, it's been a minute for everybody, I think. <laughs> okay, uh, either way, <sighs> I think that was just a uh, fun little story. Uh, what do you guys have? Uh, well, I mean, going off of, uh, you know, Hohenheim's... Well, we find out who the Elric's brother's father is, uh, right. Hohenheim. We also learn, we also learn, you know, about uh, the truth about human transmutation, which I thought was super cool. I remember this shit blew my mind back in the day because, you know, I, the, the, the guilt that was weighing down on the Elric's and even Izumi about trying to bring back someone from the dead and then the realization that it's just not possible and the people that they thought they brought back were actually just strangers or like in Al's case it was him but not him 
It wasn't his body. Yeah. yeah. Can I can I get your opinions on that, by the way? Because that was so weird to me. That was a little confusing. Like yeah. what they brought back exactly? Well, because Al said he saw Ed through the eyes of the thing they brought back, but the thing that they thought was their mom, but it wasn't their mom. It was Al, question mark? But yeah, because like... he, he paid with his body for Ed to go through the door. So I guess they took something from his body, but the like the the exchange that they put out, like the so the whatever the body ingredients was enough to bring parts of his body back, and Al's soul was still there. And then that thing died, and then Ed sacrificed his leg and arm and shit to bring his soul into the armor. Is what I think happened. Okay, so you're saying it's because I understood it as this is a completely different being. And then, like, sure, Alphonse got to look through its eyes, but doesn't mean that it is Alphonse. Yeah, okay. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's weird, right? Like, it, it's... Because it had black hair, you know? Yeah, it had black hair. I think Alphonse just... in the flashbacks had, like, blonde hair. He does, yeah. He's got, like, dirty blonde hair or brown hair. Um, so, and then, like, Izumi also digs up her... First of all, that's that's really weird that she's... Did she dig up, or did she it... look? She did. She dug up. Which, right. by the way, but sorry, Yuan, Before you continue on your point, I really like how the author demonstrated how much uh, Ed was struggling with confronting his past. Like he felt so burdened by this this traumatic event. Like he was like throwing up while he was digging up his mom in quotes his body. Right. I thought that was super cool. Right, because like if if he's wrong about his theory, he's desecrating his, his mother's mom. grave like three times now. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> So I I thought that was a really cool touch that the author included. But okay. go ahead with your point, you want sorry. Um. So yeah, like we see that Izumi also had like a, this burden in her heart that she also thought that she killed her her child twice, which I thought was also very powerful. Um. Mm. So I did want exactly. to talk about. So we all know that the 2003 anime at a certain point deviated from from the manga, right? So yeah. I remember this specifically that Izumi's son was in the 2003 anime was Wrath. Yeah. And then I did a what? little bit of what? research. Yeah. 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 He sort of comes back and he is a homunculus. And to give some context, Bradley isn't Wrath in the 2003 anime. It was He was Pride. And then Sloth was whatever the brothers created. Oh, what yeah. the fuck? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dude, that, yeah. that actually blew me. Because I stopped watching... I want to say halfway through. Um, so I didn't get to the sloth part. But I, I specifically remember Wrath and, and Pride. Well, at least their version of Wrath and Pride. Which, do you guys like that? Because even though it sounds weird, if we were I mean, you know, the, the weirdest part about 2003 was the owl the, beating the Philosopher's Stone or some shit. Oh, like, I, I thought it was going to be the... his body and, like, like what? Anyway. The bird boyfriend? I thought that was weird too. I'm actually, sh- I'm actually shocked right now. I have, I had no idea that that was a thing. Yeah, 2003 was a great time. It, <laughs> Simpler times. It's, it's interesting for sure, but I mean, they had to. How does it make sense? You know, what I mean, like, because for we them see, to become you want here with the whole bo- uh, boy, like her son thing. This is probably where they cut off at one point. No. Yeah, I think well, it's it had to, here. Well, it's definitely where they cut it's off. It's obviously I mean, that... before Wrath is revealed. So, exactly. why, why would they make an anime so early? This thing only has twenty-five chapters. 
It's know, just for to, to cash in to increase popularity of the manga itself and to get more money, dude. <laughs> People get offered deals. You don't choose when you release the anime. Like if your manga is popular enough, a, like a studio will just be like, "Hey, we'll pay you this much money to make an anime out of it." I don't I know. It's just very quick. Work, yeah. yeah, it's pretty much just a popularity contest, and it doesn't really exactly. Work. That's the thing. If your if your manga is popular popular enough, and the the studio pays you enough, it's like, sure, why the fuck not? And then it depends on how fast the anime pumps out episodes. So. Right, and then um, I mean, like, just as a as a thought exercise, I thought this was a neat thing to to add because, like, Father obviously created them, created yeah. the, the homunculi. So I don't think it's that much of a stretch that their failures can be also homunculi too. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, at the same time, it it's been established at this point that philosopher stones take a lot of sacrifices to be created. Right. Right. Yeah. So then, how could how could a homunculus be created from the body of a child and the arm and leg of another? You know, or the insides of an adult? Wouldn't it take way more than that to create a homunculus? It's a cool concept for sure, but I mean, it. I don't well, know. With, There's a logic hole there. With the death of lust, we realize that the homunculus's core is a philosopher's stone. Right. That well, that's but what I'm saying. But how much? How much power does that how, like that needs an incredible amount of sacrifice to be made? Because we looked at all the other philosopher stones, yeah, and uh, and like how they got used up relatively quickly. I mean, well, Shako yeah, had one too, no? Like he had one in a tiny vial. Yeah, but it was incomplete because it was liquid. Hum- yes, no. as far as we're led to believe no, right now, one, the only complete on philosopher stones. Are in the well, homunculi. as far as we're yeah, those are the only completed stones are in the homunculi. Oh, okay. Everything else that come in different sh- shapes, like the, the the pastor's ring or the liquid form, that's all that's all incomplete. Yeah, like, that's why like, they're so fragile and they. Quick, yeah, I know exactly. when, when 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 they melted down greed. Is that what mm. Father drank the philosopher's stone? Oh. Yeah, yeah, he drank his philosopher's stone. Okay, I'll just make sure. I, mean, I, I, th- sure. I thought that was yeah. just he a just cool idea. Drank the red liquid, and I was like, okay. Like I thought, yeah. I heard that the anime was well because I didn't finish watching the 2003 one. I thought the 2003 one gets a lot of bad rap, but it's, honestly, it's not a terrible idea. About well, it's not like it's a super bad anime either, right? It is yeah, yeah, it's not a bad anime. Pretty high ranked I like in terms it. of popularity. Yeah, right. it's just compared to the like what the actual story becomes, it's like what the hell? Right. Why does this have metal? Yeah, it's like a completely different thing. It's its own beast kind of thing. All right, what else do you got for us? <sighs> uh, I kind of wanted to briefly bring up... Uh, well, first of all, well, this this encompasses a few points that we've touched on, but uh, I, I won't talk too much about the other ones because I just want to ask you guys, you know uh, when Mustang and Havoc are fighting Lust in the lab? Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hawkeye and Al are there too, right? Yeah, on the other yes. side somewhere. And, and they're... And they're like they're running somewhere, or they're they're chasing Barry into a room, and they get in that big white room with the giant door yep. with the alchemy. Oh on yeah, it. we we touched like a tiny bit last episode, but like the the room is just so interesting as a as like a story device because it, it has, yeah, it's like, a cool concept. Yeah, go for it. Go ahead. Sorry, no, no, go ahead. It's your no, turn. Like uh, I I said that I wish we could revisit it. I don't know if we want to revisit it now. Uh, just that. Like even the design of the door has like a lot of neat neat stuff on it. Um, yeah, that's that's what I had to say. 
Yeah. Well, I think I I agree with you in in terms like the concept. It's it's cool, but I I don't remember it actually doing anything. Does it contribute something to the story? Is it spoiler? Uh, no. Well, it that? opens the door sometimes, and it drags it, people. Well, in. I mean, the door to their hideouts. I'm guessing it's where Father is, right? Um, okay. Because okay, he totally said they were right that. outside. Okay. Okay. Later oh, wow, that's a pretty shitty secret door to be put in there. I mean, it leads <laughs> straight to your hideout. That's I another mean, thing. I didn't walk that analogy. And they walk through a maze of corridors. So. True, but I mean, why didn't Hawkeye and Al just go through it? Uh, because they, they, they get to sacrifice and, something like, every time. I was in shock. Hold Al on, y'all gonna have to up. talk one at a time. I don't hear shit right. I go ahead first. <laughs> no, well, I mean, Hawkeye was in shock. The Havoc was injured. So was Mustang. Al's all cut up. Like, they need to get fixed before they go into any, through any weird door. Okay, it was like a priorities thing. It was like, well, yeah, we could go Hawkeye check the door. Bullets, we could die. She can't shoot. Anyway. Yeah. Okay, I feel you. So it was like a priority thing. It was like, we got to go get healed or we're going to flip and die. Well, I mean, Havoc was about to die, so. I got yeah. you. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay. Yeah. Not killing they had more pressing matters, choice. I guess. Yep. Yep. They had more pressing. Okay. okay. I could um, see that then. Just sorry, before you go on, I do, because we, we talked a little bit about uh, Mustang and his gang. <laughs> Mustang gang. Um, and you did talk about you on uh, uh, how he bodied Lust. Right. I think that was, well, I mean, while Lust wasn't the one who killed Havoc. Uh, the fact that she, you know, egged him on about it and she was taunting him with it. I, I thought that was another cool touch that the author showed because, you know, like we talked about before, Mustang is a pretty cool and collected dude, but uh, you can really see sometimes how the death of Hughes affected him and he's become really vindictive. So, like, you know, that whole Maria Ross cover-up, which is something we haven't even talked about yet. Oh, yeah, that's that's weird that we didn't touch it, but okay. Yeah, well, we can get to that in closing thoughts. But, yeah, the whole, like, that, uh, when he first interviewed Barry, uh, you know, it was a pretty smooth It was a pretty smooth interrogation until the end where, you know, the mood gets really serious and right. did, he takes did, on did, a very grim yeah. tone, and he's like, did you kill Hughes? And Barry's like, nope. And, nope. Then, and then Mustang's like, Okay. Okay, I guess I won't kill you. But like he, that that comes up multiple times like it happens with Lust, it happens with Barry, it happens at another point later. But you know, so I thought that was just a really cool touch. Mm. It, right. it gives a lot of depth to his character. Right. Um okay, one thing I did want to ask about is why I didn't quite understand why because whatever the Elric brothers brought back, quote unquote, or spawned using their alchemy means that Alphonse can get his body back. Well, it basically oh. it, the explanation was that because um, because they didn't truly give up Al's soul and body to make their mom, they came to the conclusion that Al's body had to be somewhere because he's still living. Uh, he's still living technically, despite not having a body and a soul. Like his mind still retains information from present things. Like otherwise, he would forget any everything. Yeah, his learned. memory is going somewhere. Exactly. Exactly. So you, so you think that they have a chance to save Al, well, and Edward, um, because they failed? So if, yes. they, if that had succeeded, they would be screwed. Well, that's the thing. If that had succeeded, uh, Al probably wouldn't have been able to be transferred onto the armor. Because that would have been Al. Al would have been in that body. Like, it would have been the substitute. That's it. 
Yeah, it's it's basically it's like Max said, like the his memories go somewhere, so that leads Ed to believe that his body is somewhere and alive. Yeah, because they said that like the the body split in between the body, the mind, and the soul. Currently, only Al's soul is in the armor, but the soul can't retain anything. Exactly. It's only the mind that can retain. As it's per- it's yeah, tethered to his actual body, and I mean you know this, but they develop it a little more later in the story. But we're not going to talk about that, obviously. So yeah, so tell me about how cool Mustang and his fake out Maria Maria Ross killing was. <laughs> I just imagine like him telling his uh, his his subordinate, "Oh, go get me some uh, some meat, some teeth, some uh, some skin, and some hair." And then it's just like a weird ass afternoon for him. Yeah, and then the coroner's like not at all impressed with what they. Like, yeah, it's whatever. <laughs> it's like that's some shoddy work their friend. <laughs> He's like, come on, man. You're better than this. Anyone else could have figured it out. Come on, dude. It even smells like bacon. Oh, my God. Well, yeah. Honestly, uh, expanding on that whole cover-up thing, I, I, you know, knowing major plot points and events in the story, uh, I find... I, I don't remember a lot of minor stuff because, you know, my memory sucks like that. Right. But reading the story back, I think it's super cool how there's this sense of dread in the air, and I'm, I can never really remember who to trust. You know, every time a new character is introduced, no matter how minor, I'm like, shit, is he in on it with the, the conspiracy? Is he, like, actually a good guy? And it just leads me to remember, it just leads me to think, like, it, it, it leads me to, how to say? Be surprised again. Yeah, I just keep getting surprised, and it makes me remember and, like, really respect the the work that the author did here, how, like, nobody, uh, aside from the, you know, established main villains and heroes, nobody is really good or bad fully. Everybody just has their own agenda, and they all float in this gray space, and, you know, everybody's here to just serve as their agenda, so if it, if the conspiracy helps them and, like, fighting for the homunculi helps them, then that's what they're going to do, but it might not be for a totally selfish reason. You know, Scar's out here killing people, but we find out why later, and you realize that, you know what, maybe he's just had a really rough go of it, and it's, it's almost justified, I guess you can say, because a lot of state alchemists, as you saw in the flashbacks of the Israel War, were corrupted by this, you know, sort of being drunk on power sensation that they have. Right. Um, I mean, for context, VJ, as a, as a little baby, did you ever get a, one of those jack-in-the-box toys? I don't think I ever had one, no. Because I think that would have uh, worked really well on you because you would spin, like, spin the wheel and then the, the clown would I'd, pop I'd, up. Yeah, I'd shit my pants every time. Oh, yeah, and then great. you would like take a nap and like, oh, what's this, a box? And then you would... <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, as a child, you have very low memory retention until yeah, that, certain age, so... Yeah. That didn't get better with me. I retained that crappy memory retention as a child. <laughs> You guys know this. It's fine. Yo, something uh, really important to touch on, though. Do you guys feel like Armstrong is getting disheartened by the military, like, through all their actions? Yeah, like, you can really tell he's, like... Struggling, like, it's... Yeah, he's yeah, like, he's Bradley what just fucking wrong. killing guys who used to be their comrades. Absolutely. And then with their whole Maria Ross, that scene, burnt up corpse. For sure. Before he was in the loop. Well, that's the thing. I thought, dude, I, I literally forgot Armstrong's reaction. I thought he was going to fight Mustang then and there. Oh, I was, I, I was sure of that, too. Right, I think he, was holding, he was holding it in. Armstrong, it was crazy. Armstrong shows, like, the most humanity of, uh, I think, like, all the characters so far. I mean, yeah. he's the loyal soldier to, like, the army, but then he sees all the shit that's going down. He's like, I almost can't. 
Exactly. It goes back to his, you know, his PTSD from the Ishbal War, because that's where it comes from, right? Because, you know, he was killing people and now he feels real bad about it, so he's trying to be more of a humanitarian. But, you know, a lot of people in the military are are not really going through with his ideals, such as Mustang in quotes, because he didn't actually kill Ross there, but, you know, Bradley, who killed the Chimera, who were their brothers in arms, um, and a bunch of others, you know, corrupt state alchemists, corrupt police, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is also why I said in the last episode that Armstrong is probably my favorite character, and I think oh, it shows oh, that. Yeah. I really, I think this I really is one of his um, one it's of his family, qualities. <laughs> Quiz shot it's after that we finally get to meet is actually not looking like a man, which is nice. <laughs> True. Oh my God, his sister. That was hilarious. Oh, man, well, yo, a little shout-out to, before we talk about the whole Ross thing, a little shout-out to uh, Armstrong and Izumi's husband and their bromance. Oh, yes. That has to be the best part of the anime for me, straight (laughs) up. (laughs) The muscle flex. Oh, my God. Mm. It's so good. So, yeah, guys, tell me a little bit about uh, the the whole Ross cover-up. What do you think of that? So I thought it was really interesting. Oh, I, well, I like. I like. First of all, I like that. Um, they touch back on the point that when Envy killed Hughes, he actually transformed into Maria first. So there's like a reason. It's not like a. It's not blindly mm-hmm. causing her to be the the suspect. Uh, there's like a callback to that. Yeah, there's motive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's a good way to hide it too, because she shot one bullet. Exactly. It was a little bit hard for me to get invested in the fact that Maria was being um, was being uh, suspected. Yeah, accused. Yeah. Uh, because I don't like what I've read so far hasn't made me that interested in her. Okay. I mean, she was just like a sidekick for a little while. She was like, like not even. She's like barely scratching like C C grade as a character. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like it's whatever. Okay. I did think it was neat that they abused the fact that uh, Roy can burn stuff like to a char. Yeah. So I guess that's neat. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's like it's an intelligent plan. It's just like from the get go, I wasn't too invested in her, so I didn't really care that much. You didn't care, yeah. Okay, what about you, Max? I mean, I was wondering where they're going with it all. Like, why her? Like the other guy also shot. It was just easier because when when Envy transformed into her, it's like, oh, okay, everything makes sense. But uh, her escaping to Zing was like, I I guess that's where this is going. Yeah, I mean, just to go back, we never, like, see Zing. We never... We just see her leaving for Zing. Like, there's not even, like, a cover page with, like, cover art that shows, like, her, like, doing something in Zing. Like, it's just, it's just, oh, well, we're going to Zing. Okay, bye. Like if they didn't meet the guy from from Zing, like the Foo guy, yeah. Like where the fuck was she gonna go then? Well, that's the thing. It's because we don't really. That's what I was saying before. We don't really need to know everything about the country for it to be relevant in the story. We learn about some characters who come from there, and we learn a lot about them, and that's all that matters. Yeah, but that's why I don't like it that she teases us with it, dude. That's the whole point, though. It's because you want to know more, and that's what makes you read on. And then you learn more, but you only learn what's important to the story. It's called building intrigue, Johan. 
All right. Speaking of fucking, speaking of building civilizations, and I guess you know, not stipulating on not the Mesopotamians, but okay, continue. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna refer to the the ruined kingdom uh, Xerxes. That's what it's called. Yeah, right? yeah Xerxes. In the desert. Yeah. I mean, there's there's not too much to talk about it because we didn't see much, but there was that nice like. Uh, that big ruined alchemy door, yeah, and that's where we found other Ishbalans. But you know, it was a cool little. Did the Persian Empire have alchemy? I mean, like the Persian Empire. Empire. Are yeah, you asking me about real, like, life, real life right now? <laughs> yes, real I, life. I mean, I, I don't. Was was that a study so? they had? I I don't know that much about them. That's why. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure alchemy. I, I don't know, dude. I mean, I could look it up if you want. <laughs> I will talk about it for you. next time. We'll come back. Let me look it up for you real quick. Alchemy. Uh, yeah, it looks pretty old. They might have. <laughs> Greco-Roman Egypt. So, yeah, maybe. Was Persia before that? I can't remember. I don't know. I haven't played Prince of Persia before. Those games are incredible. You need to play those. Minus the second one. That game's hard as fuck. Fuck that game. <laughs> okay, um... Uh. So yeah, uh, let's see. Okay, Barry versus Barry. How did you guys like that? Barry versus Barry. Uh, I thought it was uh, it was I, a nice character resolution. I guess. Was, you want to chop himself up? Okay, but like, what was moving <laughs> yeah, the, Barry's body? And the soul of something else. And you know what? That actually helps to 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 explain what was happening with Al. The body is still somewhere, and that's how Armor Barry was able to remember stuff. That's that was the connection people were making there, or people were making. That's the right. connection that Ed made. It's a pseudo explanation. Right now, Ed, Al's other body, if well, wherever it is, it doesn't really have another soul. Maybe as far as we know. So like this I is mean, like a case study, and then he uh, Al, uh, not Al, Edward thinks that this can apply to Al. Well, no, could, guys, wait. I think it was a, maybe some foreshadowing, which is possible. Guys, I th- but in this case with Barry, they just did a soul transfer. They didn't sacrifice the body to transfer the soul. True. Yeah, but I mean it's so it's it, similar. it just means the body wouldn't have a soul; it would just rot there. You know? Yeah, but it's similar. You know, just to ex- I think it was more more so not to make a direct parallel, uh, but more to you know simplify the explanation that Ed gave about Al's body later. Wait, because then if Barry killed his body. His mind is in his body. Would that mean he's killed himself, though? Yes. But he didn't win. Barry, I know, I know. But if Barry he body. Did, would that have happened? Like, he chops his head and he would die because he killed yes. himself? Yes. Right. Absolutely. Right, what do you guys think when Barry goes to heaven or hell? I, I'm not going to decide for him. It's, it's um, hell. <laughs> do you think he'll, he'll appear as the armor or as his body? <laughs> I think the body... I think he appears what he think he'd look like. Which or if we go back better. to Dragon Ball, he's gonna be a little ball of flame. No, he's just gonna be whatever a machete oh, or something. Shaman King. He's gonna be a machete. He's gonna appear in heaven or in hell as a machete. I swear to God. No, but he likes cutting stuff up. He doesn't like. Wait. Yeah. He's if his body is a machete. No, it's not a machete. It's a butcher's knife. He's gonna be butcher's a butcher's knife. knife. Yeah. There you go. There you go. He's gonna go to hell and re- be reincarnated. I feel as a like you can decide where you want to be. <laughs> I don't so think that you get stupid. to decide. I think that's a heaven thing. <laughs> this is so dumb. <laughs> it's a heaven thing. <laughs> oh man, uh, do you guys have anything else you'd like to talk about? Uh, no, I think I'm, I've, I've covered all my pretty much what I wanted to cover. Yeah, yeah, we we actually did a 
pretty, you know, decent we, job. Yeah. yeah, it's a pretty decent job. Um, obviously, this time we didn't do as a Spark Notes like version of of going through chapter by chapter. But I, I like, I think I like this this way too. I like it too. We might have to make it a little more structured next time because we kind of. I feel it was a lot more, more interesting than what we did last time, though. Yeah. yeah. We might have to build so, work on yeah, the structure we could just blame a little that on bit. Jag, obviously. Um, yeah, because it definitely was Jag's fault. Yeah, exactly. Asshole. Yeah. Uh, all right. So thank you everybody for listening. Uh, this has been another episode. Oh wait, I never said what chapter we're gonna read. So, um, so going through everything. Sadly, they didn't really like the the problem. The well, quote unquote problem of Full Metal Alchemist is that there's not really arcs per se. Um, unlike there's the mood points here and there. Yeah. So, but I I went through it and I think. We're going to read chapters 45 to 70, which will be a good stopping point. Okay. Cool. No problem. All right. Perfect. All right. So thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, My name is Yuan, and I don't have anything to advertise. Yeah. So. What happened to Fuck Jag, man? Oh, right, right. Fuck Jag. <laughs> I'm VJ. Fuck Jag. <laughs> I'm Max. Don't forget to wear rubber. Goodbye. Oh, my God.